Good evening, and welcome to Friendship Radio and to the Grand March Through Life. It's good to have you here this Thursday evening. My name is James Huey, facilitator of the Friendship Personal Retreat Program here in Galveston and on ships cruising seas throughout the world. Offering the gift of listening hospitality, I invite you to join me here on KGBC Friendship Radio for Southeast Texas as we explore topics to enrich the quality of your life, power for positive living, and friendship. I'd like to welcome you to this Thursday evening broadcast of Friendship Radio, and thank you very much for taking time out of your evening to join us here at KGBC. One of the things I'd like to share with you for a few moments this evening is an extension of an article that appeared in April in the U.S. News and World Report, dated April 2nd, 1990. The author did an essay on the trouble with self-esteem. As I read it to myself and realized that James Huey, this guy is not on your wavelength. He is definitely not a frequent listener of Friendship Radio. And I thought, well, let me take some time and share it with you and see how in the world we differ from a Mr. John Leo. It says, most people think of California, the state task force on self-esteem, as yet another California joke. But in a report devoted to the idea that the state should go around promoting and monitoring good feelings is obviously open to ridicule. But the conception of self-esteem as a public policy issue is not a lotus land joke nor a California-only phenomenon. It is an idea that has quietly taken hold around the country. The self-esteem movement, in fact, is a social force of some strength, particularly in the schools. And earlier this year, we had the assistant superintendent of the Galveston County Schools here on Power for Positive Living, and we were talking about this whole program of teaching young people, the children in the schools, the whole idea of self-esteem. But Mr. Leo goes on to contradict this philosophy that we promote here by presenting another point of view. He says, self-esteem programs use simple exercises, frankly, bordered from the you're-much-too-hard-on-yourself school of California therapies. In the curriculum at St. Clement Catholic School, children take part in, quote, affirmation exercises, saying nice things about themselves, such as, I am a good person, I am special. Sometimes they do this silently while imagining themselves atop a windswept mountain, sometimes aloud in front of the class while looking into a mirror. They keep journals of their accomplishments. They're encouraged to support the good feelings of classmates. The proper response is, thanks, I affirm you for being a good friend and glance at many times during the day a potential jar, a foot-high jar filled with blue water that represents the untapped possibilities of all children. According to Mr. Leo, the Bush era turns out to be a perfect time for self-esteem programs. They cost almost nothing, he says. They offer the light of sunny California optimism at a time of great pessimism. They are simple easily grasped, easily spread. 
and in public school systems torn by competing pressure groups, they have no natural enemies. They only have one flaw. They're a terrible idea. Well, why are they terrible? And this is where we start having the strong difference of opinion between Mr. Leo and myself. He says that there is no research evidence that these programs work. And I say, why is there always an assumption in many of these observations that thought is more important than feeling? I grew up, and probably maybe my Libra background leads me to believe that there is a balance, that feeling to the exclusion of thought is not particularly healthy. Thought over feeling is not particularly healthy. And why the idea of making something and labeling it research somehow puts it up there with the 11th and 12th commandments. It's one of those things I've never really found quite acceptable in myself. He then makes a statement that common sense judgment that behavior is rarely changed by injections of positive thinking. Well, here on Friendship Radio, we have talked so much about the power to define. We use the phrase define or be defined, which means you as an individual had better define yourself because if you don't, there are other people around you who are eager to jump in and define who you are. For example, Mr. Leo makes a statement like common sense judgment. Whose common sense? His common sense? My common sense? Or yours? I mean, I don't know, but he's defining it, and by making it saying common sense, then, of course, who in the world can quarrel with common sense judgment? He goes on and says that self-esteem movement is on a collision course with the growing movement to revive the schools academically. They are coming from the California therapies, which are focused on sunny, feel-good, and generally hostile to learning and intellect. Another characteristic we've talked here is this either-or way of thinking, black or white, good or bad, liberal or conservative. The reality is that so often there are probably positive self-esteem programs that help children a lot. There are probably some that are inappropriate. But somehow to say that to help children feel good is hostile to learning and intellect leaves me kind of speechless, which is very seldom about almost any issue that comes up. He goes on to say, after all, if people are perfect and lovable just the way they are, why should anyone need to change or strive? This is the epitome of the curse of perfectionism at its ultimus. Here is an individual saying that if people are lovable just the way they are, why should they change? That's almost assuming they're not going to be lovable until they're perfect. Well, I sure hate to wait for that, because if people are waiting for yours truly to ever get to the point where I am perfect to be lovable, I am going to be lonely and unlovable for the rest of my days. He talks about the obsession with self-esteem. Well, once again, this is the power of definition. What is the dividing line between an obsession and a frequent thought? Children must be avoiding all criticism. I don't see that. I don't see that at all, because once again, he says, even tests become problematic because someone might fail. Well, of course, what's the purpose of tests? If we believe the education system, then tests are there to help someone learn. But if tests are there to label someone as a failure, then once again, I see that as being negative. He concludes this article by saying, real self-esteem is released when a child learns something and develops a sense of mastery. Now, 
the real self-esteem. Who defines what is real self-esteem? Well, obviously, Mr. Leo and I have a definite difference on who is going to define it. I do believe that when children have the chance to learn and to have positive experiences, they are more likely to acquire some of this academic knowledge, some of this common sense judgment that Mr. Leo so strongly advocates. I sense as we read this, and there is so often the tendency to take an expert's opinion as somehow being more valid than our own, I encourage you, which we do frequently here, is learn to develop the skill to listen for yourself, to question what you read, to question what you hear, to encourage yourself to see how it fits into your world. As you write your life novel, after all, you are the author. These individuals, these units, these groups are always free with what they believe. And that's valuable. That's terrific because we need that input. But I also encourage you to feel free to be the author of your life novel. And I want to thank you for joining me here this evening on KGBC AM 1540 Friendship Radio for all of Galveston County. I hope that this program has provided a valuable resource as you write your life novel. And I hope you will join me again here on Friendship Radio for Southeast Texas KGBC AM 1540 as we continue to explore topics each Thursday evening to enrich the quality of your life. Power for positive living and friendship. This is your friend and host, James Huey. Until next Thursday, good night. <laughs>